eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's episode number 94 of season two. Cubs leave Nashville empty-handed. And in this segment, we are going to listen back to some cuts from Bruce Levine on the Mullion Haw Show. Oh man, Dustin, I was, I was actually driving in the car and I was, I almost had to pull over. I was going so crazy with this interview with, with how many nuggets Bruce Levine was just dropping there. And so the first part of this clip is the Bob Nightingale versus Jed Hoyer dust up. Here's what Bruce had to say about the situation. Talk to Bob Nightingale, good friend of uh, mine, good friend of yours in the station. One of the great reporters in the country. Uh, afterwards, after, you know, the tweet by uh, Jesse that, uh, you know, he was scolded. And uh, he was indeed, uh, Hoyer was upset about the fact that uh, Christopher Morell's name was out there uh, being bandied about for Tyler Glasnow of the Tampa Rays. And they have been talking to the Tampa Rays, and Tyler Glasnow has a really good chance of ending up as a Chicago Cub pitcher. But that wasn't the trade. They hadn't talked about Morrell. So what Hoyer did was before he talked to the general media in his session yesterday, he detoured over to Bob and he told him, according to both Bob and another source, hey, you were wrong on this. We don't like our guy Morrell's name being out there when it wasn't mentioned. And I'm, I'm letting you know that you're wrong on the story. So you should retract it. Uh, as far as the Otani stuff goes... According to Bob, there was no conversation at all about Otani, and the conversation lasted about 20 seconds. So that is, you know, I, I viewed it as well. Uh, I didn't I didn't think it lasted more than that either. But again, uh, was Bob right about the Otani part of this, that he has told the Cubs uh, that they are no longer a part of it? Hoyer said that uh, the Cubs have not been told anything of the sort. So, boy, Dustin, there's a lot there. Uh, number one, it appears that this wasn't a conversation having to do about the Bob's tweet about Shohei Otani, but more of the matter of that the Cubs were not offering Christopher Morrell on the table for Tyler Glass now. 
So to me, that really is kind of, you know, telling that it really, when the media kind of went with that, you know, about the scolding, getting scolded, it was about, everyone thought it was about the Shohei thing. But for according to Bruce, it seems like it was more about Morel for Glasnow. Is that what you picked up on that? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So interesting to see. Now, one thing that you and I have talked about previously is, well, how much is Shohei worth as far as value to a team? And this is what Bruce had said about that. Uh, I was told a net 15 to $20 million a year. Okay. So and added a lot revenue. of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it, that doesn't, that sounds like very little compared to some, you know, people saying it's 80 to a hundred million dollars a year. And there were some reports like that, but the reality is, is that a net 15 to $20 million a year is an awful lot. It's an awful lot for the Cubs. Now, that is after all expenses. That is after you write off every major league player on your um, on your forty man rosters, forty percent of their contracts, which you are allowed to legally at the end of the year take off of your books. So there is plenty of money there. But I, I'm glad you brought it up, Mike, because the reality is they're not spending five hundred to six hundred million dollars on everybody else because. Everybody else doesn't happen to be this guy. This guy is a a once-in-a-lifetime Michael Jordan-type player for the sport, and that is why you're ponying up this amount of money. Sure, everything around Wrigleyville, everything marquee, everything, uh, you know, with our station, everything goes up. The prices go up. The attention span goes up. uh, It becomes worldwide news every day when he plays. So that's why he gets paid. But again... Will the Cubs spend money if he doesn't get signed? Yes, they will. Will it be that amount of money? No, but I think they will be approaching somewhere around 240, 250 million, which would be an increase of probably 70 million from last year. So again, a lot of nuggets in just that little soundbite there. I, I love Bruce. I, I love Bruce. I respect Bruce a ton. But I, you know, Michael Jordan and Shohei Otani in the same breath. I don't know. See, there, there's this, there's this thing. Six, six championships. Six, six. Yeah, I, but six. I, but I think when you're talking Otani. about Tani, you've you've brought it up. It is a team game, and you can't just take over. One player cannot take over like we saw Jordan do many times back in the days. Um, but I think when he talks about that, it's it, Michael Jordan transcended baseball or foot basketball. I'm sorry. He transcended basketball. And I remember going to South America and all my relatives in South America, all they cared about was Michael Jordan and asking me about Michael Jordan. Didn't care about anything else. Levi's and Michael Jordan, right? They have not brought up basketball once since Michael Jordan retired. And that's the thing about Shohei Otani is he is a global, global entity. And so you are going to see, at the score, they're going to be able to charge more for uh, ad space. At, at Hotel Zachary, they're going to have a lot more people coming in to fill that out there. It is an event, and and 15 to $20 million a year that he brings in per year, per year. And that, again, is a rough estimate. We don't know that, but that really kind of, if you're paying him, what, $30 million a year, $40 million a year, you're kind of almost offsetting it halfway, right? And the other thing he said is what we talked about, we, we, we kind of figured out earlier, the Cubs are looking to be roughly at that first tier of the luxury tax, maybe slightly below it, 
maybe slightly above it. So there's no doubt that the Cubs are going to spend money. It's just, you know, Jed, like I said, playing it, playing it close to the vest. Now, this next clip, Dustin, is the one that I, I, put, I tweeted this out at Crawley's Cubs. It went viral, over 100 million views. People were shocked by this one. Let's hear what he has to say. Well, he does. And they've always said, and it makes sense that you want to bring Bellinger back. But we're hearing, and, and again, Scott Boris's agent is going to talk today at uh, 11 o'clock. And he'll do the dog and pony show with about 150 media p- people, including myself, standing there. And we're hearing that Bellinger's asking upwards of uh, $300 million right now. So uh, are you going to pay 8 to 10 years, $300 million for Bellinger at age 29? Uh, most people say, yeah, let's do it, okay? What are, what are going to be the, what's going to be the real impact there? Reese Hoskins uh, from Philadelphia didn't play last year. Power hitting first baseman is another area that they're probably going to go. There have been conversations there. Uh, he would fit in nicely. They certainly need a first baseman. Matt Chapman, who played for Toronto before that, Oakland, another free agent. Uh, there's a similar theme with all these guys that I've just talked about. They're all Scott Boros players. So it, it's <laughs> going to be Boros. a Scott Boros winter with the Chicago Cubs and talking about their players. I, I think Hoskins is realistic. I think a trade for Glasnow is certainly realistic for the Cubs. They are not going to stop trying to build a championship team if they don't get Otani. Cody Bellinger, I, I know this is Scott Boris, but $300 million. I mean, that that is – I almost drove off the road. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of dough. I mean, that is – that's the job of your representative, right, to put um, you in this high position. But who's paying them? It's not going to be the Yankees. It's not going to, I mean, it's, are the Dodgers going to pay him? Do, would the Dodgers want him back? I mean, would he want to go back? It, 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 you know, the other team that hasn't been talked about, I mean, we're talking about the hot and the cold and the close and the not close, the in and the out. You know, a team I have not heard really much about at all, the Giants. And I know the Giants want to make a splash. Who who are the Giants in? Maybe that's the, Maybe that's who's going to pay him. But if you're the Giants or you're the Cubs and you know that these other suitors are out, why would you overpay for him? It's it. I just, I mean, honestly, I. So you want to have you want to be somewhere in the ballpark, Dustin. I'm not. Of course, you're always going to go on the high end if you're the agent, right? But if you're telling me what is the high end for Cody Bellinger, I would put it at two hundred million. Six years, two hundred million. That's what I would put on him. And so I have literally no clue where he comes up with $300 million. If you're telling me $100 million over the high end, Dustin, you can, you can put, like I said, to me, $200 would have been high. I think, what is he worth? $120 to $150. $300, Dustin, that's double. That's insane. Yep. That's, it's, cra- it's, it's crazy, crazy money. I, and, you know, it, it's, it's like a house. What's the comp? What, what's the comp here? Right? I mean, what, 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 who does he think he is? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I mean, he had one, he's had a great career, but he's just recently bounced back. Three good years, two bad years, one, you know, okay year. Right. One good year. I'll put a good year. One, one, one. Hey, but listen, I I get it. I mean, I understand why he's saying what he's saying. I I mean, but it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean we have to like it or agree with it. So Hoskins in there, again, we mentioned him before and, and, you know, Tyler Glass now and, and Scott Boris usually makes a lot of money, but I'm, 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 I am still going to stick that, that 300 million for, again, it just seems way, way overvalued, way overvalued. Uh, We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Again, that's why this is fun, but yeah, I mean, you know, God bless all these guys and God bless these owners of these teams and all this money is out there. And I guess that's thanks to you and I and all of our great listeners. This is, I was happy because remember I put Dylan Cease in the tier one category as far as trade. Here's what Bruce Levine had to say about the South side pitcher. Dylan Cease is going to be the prize of this off season and, and the White Sox are going to cash in big time for him. Is it going to be exciting for White Sox fans knowing they got four or five young players from another organization for Dylan Cease? No, not right away. But I, I was told yesterday by uh, a source with the Reds that they, the White Sox asked for four of their top ten young players in a very good farm system, the Cincinnati Reds, uh, for Cease. And that caused them some pause they haven't said no yet. They've said no for the time being. Uh, this is going on with Atlanta. It's going on with Baltimore. It's going on with the Dodgers. These conversations are holding up a lot of other things happening here at the meetings because everybody wants two years of control of Dylan Cease at possibly only $25 million total for the two years. So does he fit in with everybody? Absolutely. Is he durable? No doubt about it. He has not missed a start since 2018, okay? One of the more durable pitchers. Did he have a clunky year last year? Certainly he did, but he still had 216 strikeouts, sixth in the league. So uh, this is the jewel for the White Sox to trade right now, and there are an awful lot of teams interested. Dustin, when, when, when you're talking about four of the top 10 prospects from the red system, the red system's deeper than the Cubs. That, Dustin, blew my mind. That, that is absolutely just an insane number in, 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 in my head. And I thought that that is what you were going to see with the Juan Soto trade. And that's why, like I tell you, I, I was so underwhelmed with what the the Padres got back. I thought it was going to be something similar to that, like four top 10 prospects. And, you know, if that's what Dylan Cease is going to cost, I mean, but the one thing that Bruce talked about that also interests me and, and which makes me nervous about glass now is how Cease doesn't miss starts. Did he have a bad year? Yeah. Still struck out a ton of guys. And that White Sox team was just awful. Defense, terrible, terrible team. And I I understand why he, why he slid the way he did. Um, But uh, listen, you know, the thing, the thing about that situation is they don't have to trade him, right? They don't, they don't, they don't have to. So they might see what the market is now. He comes out, he has a good start. 
And who knows what they can get for him if he's got six or seven wins under his belt at the All-Star break. Well, just to give you an idea, if they wanted four of the Cubs' top 10 prospects, that would be Pete Crow Armstrong, Cade Horton, Owen Casey, Kevin Alcantara, Ben Brown, Matt Shaw, Moises Ballesteros, Jackson Ferris, James Triantos, and Jordan Wicks. I mean, four of those guys being gone would be a big impact. And that's what I thought, like I said, Juan Soto would bring in. So um, that one is, is, is very interesting um, when you kind of take a look at this. Now, let's hear what Bruce had to say about Tyler Glasnow and Christopher Morrell here. Well, I think he would be, but again, you have to be careful. I mean, if you're going to p- trade with Tampa and they do happen to ask for Morrell, which I wouldn't think it was out of the out of the question because I know scouts in that organization and I know that they, they are high in Morrell. Nonetheless, uh, if you're going to trade a, a, a guy that has the potential to hit 40 to 50 home runs a year, you better have a lot of pop in your lineup before you do it, okay? Who is the third and fourth hitter for the Chicago Cubs this year right now? Hmm. I'll give you another second or two. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, yeah. they, don't, they don't have it. Without Bellinger, okay, they, they do not have third and fourth hitters. So before you trade the, the home run and RBI potential of Morrell, you better have a Hoskins or a Chapman or Bellinger signed up. I, I just don't see him getting traded until – they answer some of those questions about who are who are the people that are going to drive in runs and who who are going to provide the slug for the Chicago Cubs in 2024. Great question. Who is going to provide that slug, Crowley? Remember, Dustin, we talked about that last season. We were concerned about that, and it turned out Cody Bellinger was a godsend and really helped out that season. But even then, we knew that Ian Happ really isn't a three. That, that, that just is not, it isn't, I'm sorry. And so, yeah, it is concerning that, it, that here we are this year. And when I think about Juan Soto and, and just, and, and Shohei, that's what I'm kind of got in my head is the Cubs need pop. And those two guys would provide the biggest amount of pop out of anybody, not even close in my opinion, not even Bellinger's close in that category when you talk about Soto and Otani. Um, so those two guys are on an Island on their own. So it is a good question of what you're going to do. It's I just it's it just weird to me how Morel like they just don't want him at third, and that's where I just kind of keep getting where I keep wondering what they think they know about him that he can't play it or can't learn it or can't do the footwork or can't you know practice beforehand. Um, last thing from Bruce has to do with Marcus Stroman. We almost forgot about him, right? And the question of why would he opt out of a $20 million for one year deal. This is what Bruce had to say about that. Are you going to tell me the pitching, the starting pitching market is so deep that he's going to be all the way down there. I still think that Marcus Stroman will get a a one or two year deal still at about 20 to 25 million with a, a couple of mutual options to prove that he's healthy again and can help pitchers there. There's not a lot of starting pitching inventory out there guys. So I think Stroman is still going to get a good deal for himself to move forward. Once you see uh, C's come off the market, some of these other guys like uh, Burns with that might be traded, uh, a couple other guys that might be traded off of teams that have one year left before the free agents. There's not a lot of inventory out there except Yamamoto, who is going to be signed to somebody 
over the next three weeks before his uh, posting time runs out. Hopefully the Cubs are going to be in on. So as we're kind of looking at that here, we kind of figured, I think, that Stroman was going to try to get a multi-year deal. And so that would be like two years, $40 million with some opt-outs. So Bruce thinks that's a possibility. And we're watching some mediocre guys getting 10 to $13 million, Dustin. So I don't know if it's maybe Marcus, you know, is smarter than we think on this one. Yeah, we will see. I mean, I've, I've not heard a thing about him, right? Not, not a word. Not, not, a, not a peep. No. Not a peep, but obviously there is the need for pitching everywhere in baseball. So we'll see, but that that's somebody that isn't going to, you know, he might end up getting something because somebody gets hurt. Now I would honestly sit there and say, Dustin, though, I think the score, everyone knows I'm a scorehead, but the station's just doing such a great job with the baseball coverage. And, and, and that, like I said, that was just one interview on the Molly and Haw show. So, All right. I mean, he's done. Bruce has been great down there. Uh, Morosi was great with uh, Parkins and Spiegel. He did a great job. I always like hearing from Morosi as well. So just A-plus job by the score team. Uh, just really keeping everybody interested in baseball and not forgetting that baseball still Speaking happening. Speaking of the score, Crowley, tomorrow, 5 o'clock, assuming this podcast gets out to everybody tomorrow around lunchtime, Joe Madden former uh, skipper for the Cubs and the Angels, talking to Parkinson Spiegel at five about Shohei Otani.